Oh my god, when are you guys gonna get back to My Hero Academia? I miss My Hero. Oh my god, you got season six to do. Are they gonna announce season seven soon? Yes, to all of those things. We're getting back to it literally the next episode, and I think season seven is gonna get announced quite soon, and I'm really hoping we can just do six and seven all in one go, but moving targets and all that sort of stuff. But you may have noticed from the title of this episode that we're going to be covering Netflix's live action One Piece. But before we get to that, I want to give some shout outs to our patrons on Patreon on our Golden Skull tier. Shout out to Andrew Albers, Ben Krieger, Casual Colleen, Charlotte Ellis, Denny Dalians, Domino RBG, Eddie de Santiago, Emphatic Olive, Ezra, Effin Science Man, Kirby's Creeper, Kyle Hatfield, Matt, aka Stormageddon, Nancy Koenig, Nene12715, Nesnik Potter, Niall Glover, Sammy V, Spence, Steph, Stephen Mayfield, V Dion, and Zach. So, with that out of the way. Yo! Hello and welcome to The Big Three, the show that covers, I think, not cartoons for this episode. We're going to cover a live action show. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. I'm your host, Jessica Howard. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. Welcome to our special episode on Law and Order Special Victims Unit. <laughs> the real show. <laughs> the real anime is the SVU we along the way. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're talking about Netflix's little upstart called One Piece. Hey, I have a I have a bone to pick. Okay. How come it says One Piece, but there was eight episodes? <laughs> The fuck uh-huh. are you doing? Much, much to think about. Yeah. <laughs> it really do make a you think, dude. Really do. I do not know how Cam liked this show, but I want to save that for after uh, <laughs> Jess gives her vibes on the show. What is what is your history with One Piece? And then what are your general vibes for the series? So let me tell you, Nathan, <laughs> about <laughs> One Piece. Um, okay, so growing up, I was aware of its existence because how could you not be if you like anime, right? Um, But I didn't think that the art style was particularly appealing to me. I was kind of like, I don't know, I was a little little ugly looking. I I don't know about, (laughs) like, this seems very kiddish too. I don't know if this is something that I could, like, really get into. Um, And then Andrew started watching probably a couple years ago at this point, and he started really getting into it. Um, and just progressively getting more and more into it. And then so probably a, I don't know, not full, like not a full year ago, but I finally started to watch the anime and like, I was kind of on board, like this is, this is kind of cool. I had seen some episodes that Andrew was watching, um, just, you know, the way that you do when you live with someone where like you walk into a room and you're like, Oh, like this actually yeah. seems kind of cool. Um, and I saw like the Laboon episode and I and I cried watching it. And like I was just I was definitely like the dad who walks into the room with like your arms behind your back. And I, was, I was watching it <laughs> and I started getting emotional and I was like, oh, my God, this is this is really good. Um, and so I started watching all of it. I'm like a little over 300 episodes in now, like 315, 320 or something like that. And I watched the One Piece live action for for review at GameSpot. Um, 
And it was cool because at that point I had already seen like all of the Romance Dawn arc. So like I knew what it was going to be. I knew like that it was going to end with Arlong Park. And I'm like, sweet, I've seen all of this and like it's all really fresh. So this will be really cool, actually. Yeah. Um, and I it's hard because I know there are people who have obviously been fans of this series for 25 years at this point um, mm-hmm. who I was like, OK, I'm not going to go into this with the same feeling as them. So I feel a little bit intimidated reviewing this um, right. because I know that there are going to be some people who are like, oh, I don't, I don't like this shit. Um, <laughs> but I, I ended up giving it an eight. I really, really loved it. I think it did so many things just so right. I think the casting is perfect. Um, but I, I really loved it a lot. And it actually was critically received pretty well too so i mean that's i don't know that's always nice it's always a little bit like reassuring whenever you review something and then you see all the reviews pour in and you're like oh my god okay i'm not a dumbass (laughs) yeah (laughs) well and even just as a fan i feel like that that wave of relief where it's just like oh fuck everybody's saying that it's really good uh shit okay cool that's exciting oh shit okay it's totally the opposite of like death notes coming to netflix and it's gonna be so bad everyone like (laughs) you know that kind of a thing but um cam cam did you like the television show hello i am so mad because i fucking loved it I, that makes me so happy. I started watching it, and then I just sat here at my desk and watched the entire thing in one day. And Audrey <laughs> came and sat down next to me and would talk to me, and I would just be like, yeah, babe, that's whatever you're talking about for you. I was, like, locked the fuck in, and I'm so mad about it. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Hold on, Nathan's watching, making me watch this, this fucking Muppet snail show with a little guy in there, huh? What's going I, on? I huh? walked huh? into the kitchen after I was like done with like episode six or whatever, and I'm like, I'm fucking furious. I love this so much. It's so good. What oh the my God, fuck? that makes me so happy because it's because I started getting into this like while we were recording Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know, Nathan, you weren't like, like you had seen a lot of it, but like you weren't necessarily like super, super into it. But then you started to kind of get more into it also. And so by the time that we had finished up Attack on Titan, we were both like, so Cam, there's this show that you might yeah. have heard of. <laughs> uh, I, we, were, we were already like, we, we already like, you know, after recording or before saying like where we're at in One Piece and like, man, I really turned a corner on that. Yeah, you fucking hated this shit. <laughs> I, 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 I did because of the same things that Jess said, like the cartoony, like, and of course it's a fucking, it's literally a cartoon One right. Piece. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. but like the... I don't know, just the aesthetics of it just didn't, I, I just didn't latch on to it at all. And this like weird, mm. like pastiche kind of put together world mm. where it's like, uh, this one over here, everybody's a shark guy. This one over here, it's a fucking desert. And this one, it's Mirrorball Island. Don't go there. It's very gay or whatever. Uh, like. I, I knew that I was like completely and totally fucked when I went to work the next day and somebody like I heard a couple of people talking and they mentioned a one piece character that I'd heard of. And I instinctively just turned my headphones up. Oh, I'm like, Oh no, oh, no. I caught myself do that. I'm like, Oh, it's over now. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm emotionally invested in what hell Meppo is doing. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like the, the rest of it for me is like, I tried to get into it. I watched like dozens of episodes and it was one of those things where it's like, it's just not for me. 
you know, it was it was my cam, it was Nathan's cams attack on Titan. Sure. Where it's yeah. like, I think it should exist, but it's not something I'm interested in. And then so the live action got announced and I, I listen to and watch a lot of um like content about anime from people like Mother's Basement or like uh Totally Not Mark or something where they'll go through like the broader strokes of the arc and break down what is special about the story and i was like no i think oda fucking he is the the manga writer for this it like he's a fucking genius i just don't really like it when it's in motion right sure and then my girlfriend because of the hype for live action coming out she started watching again and so like you guys said it's that thing where it's just on tv when you're at home and so now I just like have this opinion about about like Tony Tony Chopper and stuff. And I start thinking about like, well, wait, why did Shanks have the the devil fruit on his boat? <laughs> Where was he going with the gum gum fruit? All that mm. kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh fuck, I like this show. Now. <laughs> so anyway, now yeah. we are we are 30 episodes before we are current with the anime. So Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> exciting. I'm still so far away, but I'm also one of those people who doesn't care about spoilers. So like I know so many things that happen, but I, I really want to, I need, I need to get there. <laughs> yeah. I need to get there. The journey. Yeah. So, okay. I basically just kind of want to talk about like some of the characters. Cause I think if I try to go like, and what did you think about episode three or whatever? Yeah. Like, I think probably at least speaking for Cam and myself, it's like, I don't know which one was that one. Did it, it was Sanji in that one? Yeah. Is that the one where Sanji's 19 pack was out? <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of just view like, the live action stuff in chunks because that's kind of how it seems to be set up like there's like okay you've got the like the first few episodes feel very much like one episode then another one and then another one and then after that it's like i think they what was it they did like two episodes for the like mansion thing yep. and then i think the rest of the season was like the fishmen dude yep and yep exactly I'm like, cool great i can handle that that's awesome wonderful well and that's i mean i the thing i always levy against one piece is that it it is long but a, st a story being long isn't bad if the story is good yeah but what happens is in the anime there's so much you you have to skip five minutes into the episode to start the episode and you can stop watching five minutes before it ends oh sure <laughs> and that is such a drag but like say, having it be like hey no we have to set up shots and film these shots on these real sets that we really have to build and we really have to be you know economical about how we choose what we're going to show in the show and i think that that lets them rearrange the story into something that like both can stand on its own as like this is you know there's the manga there's the anime and then there's this there's three different things mm -hmm. but also like it really does a lot of justice to the source material like the the amount of backstory and uh like easter egg lore that's in just random props is insane for this mm -hmm. and it's because basically everybody that worked on it is a super it's the most popular manga i think ultimately like that's what makes the whole thing work is the people like the people who they chose to play like the main straw hats to the people who are writing this to the people who are like okay we need to have you know this shot look exactly like this because it's such a callback to like this shot in both the anime and this shot in the manga like everybody is just such a fan but not mm -hmm. in this obnoxious like fanboy to where it just feels like an emulation but it's like yeah. 
it's it's truly like this this work of love is what it feels like and it's so cool that it does stand on its own like you said nathan it's like you have the anime you have the manga and you have this and nothing necessarily feels like it's trying to overwrite the other because it has they each have their own merits yeah like that's something that even jumped out to me as somebody who is like very minimally aware of like stuff that happens in one piece down to like whenever luffy would do like a gum gum thing and he would like do that yell i'm like that just sounds exactly like luffy does in the anime yeah mm-hmm. like that was a really cool touch that was definitely not lost on me and i'm like that's fucking that's fucking rad that's cool god damn it fuck and i al- i also like that they like they kind of get to lampshade it, but then also like this weird reverse lampshading where like Luffy says to Zoro that all the great fighters call out their attack yeah. names. Mm-hmm. Zoro's like, no, they fucking don't. And then here comes Sanji with literally a full course of attacks yeah. later on that, that he does. That was a good and it's bit. Like, okay. Yeah. So everybody does call out their attack names. Zoro is just a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. There is a lot of stuff that I, that I wonder if Cam, uh picked up on that are like Mm. deeper like did you notice zoro getting lost all the time no okay (laughs) it's so So, funny once you know it's a thing (laughs) once you know that it's a thing he will leave like in 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 the scene when they were in uh usopp's uh island and they were in the the mansion and and Mm. the the furries were after them Mm -hmm. zoro walks off screen via one door and then like two shots later he emerges from that door and then fights (laughs) like uh (laughs) bucci and and sham or whatever that's so funny and like he shows up and is like later on he shows up and like luffy is like oh did you come to find us and he's like no i was trying to get back to the the mansion and he's like a mile away (laughs) that happens literally all the time he'll just start going somewhere without any that's that's really funny there's there's an arc where he has trouble finding something that's just upstairs for him like it's it's really good uh i think if there's only one complaint i have about zoro in this is that they make him a little bit too cool because in the anime he comes across as a lot more doofier and just like a kind of a you know a little shithead i think it's good though because i think with the fact that they're going to have more seasons um they can lean into it more because at like that's the cool thing about zoro though and i think all of the characters is that you kind of perceive them one way and then they constantly do things that completely play against that um Mm. and so you see zoro and you're like oh my god badass super cool swordsman like coolest guy in the world especially to like you know young boys you see this guy and you're like oh man like this Mm -hmm. is is the coolest person you could ever want to be um Mm -hmm. but then yeah you get to know him more and he's just kind of (laughs) dumb and also like him getting lost is just this repeated gag that's not overdone um in the anime but at the same time it's done just enough to where like you can remember oh like oh my god that guy is always getting lost and it's always funny mm-hmm. like in the uh the, like there's the one piece on ice or wherever where he like tries to leave a scene and goes through the wrong yeah. door and sanji has to go get him and shit <laughs> and like people will edit him into it like here's a thirst trap edit of like the hottest girls in naruto or whatever and then like sixth out of eighth it'll show zoro like he got lost and is in like that's really funny that's really funny it is that's the kind of shit that this this fandom and just in general it is in the text too Mm -hmm. of what happens to zoro but i want to also talk about inyaki godoy as monkey d luffy (laughs) 
Um, I love that at no point are they like your name your last name is Monkey. <laughs> yeah. Monk. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that they don't make it like his name is Luffy D. Monkey. Like they don't try to like Anglicanize it yeah. or whatever. It's like family name, person name at the end. I love Luffy. He did such a <laughs> oh my god, he was so much fun to watch. The best scene for their for this the whole team's interactions for for my money is when they're on the Baradier and the 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 restaurant ship mm -hmm. and they're ordering drinks and Zoro is like two beers. And you think he's ordering for him and Nami. And he's like, I usually get three. <laughs> and because of course he does because three sword style also. But then like <laughs> camera pans to Luffy. He's like, I'll have a milk. Yeah. <laughs> it is just like, so Yeah, perfect. you will, bud. <laughs> Fucking goofy idiot. Jesus Christ. This dude's wearing overalls and he's like, I'll have a milk, please. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's so fucking good. Um, Emily Rudd as Nami. Extremely good. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm extremely good at like the i'm a tough girl like i can handle myself oh no i accidentally let myself have friends and i realized yeah. that it's you know the power of friendship is actually great and you know cam how did the rescuing nami the you know the arlong arlong luffy mm -hmm. save me kind of thing was that cool for you i thought that was great Okay. I really like that's it. that's like and i and jess can also attest to this it's one of the like big moments early on where you're like no this is good yeah <laughs> yeah no i thought that everything felt like it made sense for all of those characters to do like i wasn't because like sometimes you're you just get like very frustrated with a character going and doing something that you personally wouldn't do but i was able to be like no actually this makes a whole lot of fucking sense actually uh no i thought it was great i think that the only and I, I don't know if I wrote this in my review or not because I was like, this is such a minor, like, mm -hmm. whatever thing. Is I do hope that in the future they let her be a little bit more, I don't know, Nami has a bit of a temper on her sometimes too. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. just can sometimes be like, I'm going to yell at these dumb boys because they're being dumb. Mm -hmm. um, and so I hope that they let her embrace that in the coming seasons because I do think sometimes she's almost a little too reserved Nico Robin. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's going to be really strange when you have two women who have very similar personalities. Who their thing when, is like, being icy and distant. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, because like Nico is distant but not necessarily icy and i think that like nami can be icy but she's not necessarily distant <laughs> you know right. what i mean yeah. so it's like i really want them to have that firm like i don't know that she's I, like I want a helicopter to... mom i feel like yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like she she's like i know what i'm doing i'm taking care of myself like are you also taking care of yourself because if not i will make sure you're taking care of yourself too <laughs> i will kick your ass if you're not <laughs> taking care of yourself yeah yeah <laughs> I'm just really glad that like we have an on-screen live action portrayal of this version of Nami because I think that like it's she's just a really cool character and really unique mm -hmm. and usually like for like character redemptions and stuff you got to wait a long time but like mm -hmm. the point of this is like Nami's ready to have a family again she just doesn't know it yeah. right so mm -hmm. like that's it, it's fucking this one piece in the characters are so fucking cool yeah i think that was like an appreciation for obviously i haven't seen like the anime or anything but an appreciation for nami is something that i like really came away from this show having because like people all the time be it at work or just online are like bro nami is such a cool good fucking character 
holy shit. And then <laughs> she's I'm, amazing. And I, yeah. And now I'm just like, okay, I absolutely kind of get what you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like one of the hardest things to to like wrap your head around, I guess, mm-hmm. with with One Piece is you see it. And I mean, I remember when I first saw it, like I said, didn't wasn't super into the art. And then also you see how the women are drawn. And you're right. like, yeah, that was oh, a big thing, too. Yeah. I'm okay. like, oh, OK, I know exactly what this is. And every time <laughs> I said that, somebody would be like, actually, no, dude. That's the thing, though, is like, yeah. And then, you know, like they go through these these different arcs and stuff like that and you're like oh my god these are actually like some of the best women oda why are you drawing like that like i get it somewhat but like also (laughs) if you're a woman in in one piece you are either a child a babe or a big fat hag and that's it (laughs) in with the guys it's like oh he's like lanky or he's like this or he's super wide or that dude's butt is in a treasure chest for no reason or whatever like there's there's a lot of characters that literally look almost identical to nami there's like three of them (laughs) even vivi who like we're gonna meet in the next season i'm like vivi looks so much like color swap nami (laughs) yeah (laughs) she totally looks like palette swap nami player two nami yeah yeah, <laughs> exactly. So another one of the cast members is uh, Mock Enyu as Roranoa Zoro. I know Cam liked that three sword style. That's pretty tight. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's pretty cool. Like, I, I thought it was very silly. And then they're like, here's why. And I'm like, oh, no, this absolutely fucking shreds, actually. <laughs> that's oh, my God. See, and maybe that's why this show is so perfect. It, it captures the experience of seeing One Piece and being like, well, that's fucking stupid. And then you see an execution. And you're like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing in the world. All of the <laughs> fight scenes in this were incredible. Yeah, yeah. the fight choreography like <laughs> took me away. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of touching back on uh, Nami's side of things like Emily Rudd was like very insistent on doing as many of the stunts as she could. And that's why that fight when they go to Axe Hand Morgan's, uh, mm-hmm. that all one shot scene of them, you know, going in a circle and fighting everybody mm-hmm. and shit. It's like, it's really them. It's not just some like guy with an orange wig on that, is, right. that you can't see his Nami or whatever. Like, I think the stunts are so good. And Makenyu has been uh, in, he's been in multiple um, anime adaptations. Mm-hmm. He was Scar in the uh, fucking Full Metal Alchemist live action. Um, and he was in a Saint Seiyu movie or a TV show that happened recently or whatever. So he's like, he's like a super fan of anime and stuff like that. He like gets it, you know? And I think he, I I think they could have made him a little bit more doofier as a character, but I I do like cool, (laughs) cool Zoro. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Cam, when you were talking about like, well, this is stupid. And then like, all of a sudden you're like, oh no, that guy cut him in half. Or yeah. whatever, you know? And that guy is Mihawk. And I want to talk about Mihawk for a second. <laughs> because Dracul Mihawk is his full name. Great. But also, now in the anime, he is voiced by John Gremion, the voice of Gentle Criminal. Oh, that's cool. And fucking of course he is, because he's such a fucking dandy. Yeah. I said to uh, Jess, I said, dude, when Cam sees Mihawk's intro scene, he's going to come a hole in the wall. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. It was so good. (laughs) (laughs) And and also one of the one of the things about One Piece is like all of the like 
like big guys's swords in the world are like there's like named swords in mm -hmm. like different tiers and stuff and like mihawk has the most powerful of the swords right so i love soul edge him just being like who's the quarry i have a little snail in my ear <laughs> he's so fucking sephiroth coded it's so funny oh my god me, yeah mm -hmm. he is he is just kind of backcountry sephiroth a little bit <laughs> an incredible description he's, he is though right yeah 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 he's got a big ridiculous sword and he's super gay <laughs> yeah i also really really like i mean a lot a lot of the surrounding cast is just as good as the main cast mm. we before i get too far into the straw hats i do want to talk about vincent reagan as uh garp he's fucking insane <laughs> in this luffy's grandfather Mm -hmm. He is, he feels like he's just there for fun in yeah. a weird way, <laughs> which he kind of is. For the vibes. He, yeah. <laughs> like he takes in fucking Morgan Davies's character, Kobe and Kobe, Kobe, Kobe fucking rules. I, yeah, he's great. I love Kobe. Uh, I also love Morgan Davies, the person that plays Kobe. They're um, a trans actor and they've, they've directed stuff. They were born in fucking 2002. <laughs> like, and they've like, they're making, oh, that's wild. I didn't know that. They're making art, a bunch of sh shit. Yeah. Like they publicly came out in 2020. Davies has become an advocate for transgender rights and has publicly talked about his battles with depression as a teenager and his stage fright, because of course, and I just love that. Like one of the first characters that you see in this show is is portrayed by a trans man i think that's yeah, pretty cool that's great. <laughs> mm -hmm. he does such a great job like i i love when he is like <laughs> luffy is garp's uh grandson i should have known by the way that they both eat meats <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they both love meats that's your tell my guy okay but, like, all right it makes sense. Fucking Garp had like 35 mutton chops for his like afternoon tea. That's true. Yeah. I saw that motherfucker eat that steak. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> there's there's also this like motif that they show uh they show Kobe being unsure about like if you can even be a good marine. Mm -hmm. They show uh like the tables that are hanging from the ceiling so that nothing falls off of them. So like you get like the little like Du like natural dutch angles i guess mm -hmm. if you will for that and i think that's pretty cool there's there's so many good side characters i'm gonna go back to the, the... while while we're talking about yes uh kobe real quick i i thought it was like uh with a lot of the stuff that he gets into in particular i thought it was really kind of neat that they did a lot of the like extreme close-ups on the faces whenever like mm -hmm. they were kind of going through shit i'm like okay this is just like a manga panel right yeah, like it totally. It's like straight up ripped from that. And I think it worked really well because the show just like, yeah, we know what we are and just deal with it. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't like that's it, great. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is kind of One Piece's whole vibe where it's just like, this is this is what it is. Like mm -hmm. it or leave. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's we're like, going to be just over here making handful of fucking money like yeah. all the time and if you're here awesome if you're not i don't care about you <laughs> we also have uh jacob gibson as usop uh great who is great phenomenal the costuming on him looks so good uh they 
his acting is so good, especially when he's uh, drunk. I'm like, I've met this guy before. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was watching him talk to fucking Mihawk or whatever on the Baradier, and I'm like, dude, I went to film school with 35 of these guys. <laughs> like, I know this. I know this guy. This is the guy that's like, oh, yeah, I'm working on some big project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll see sometime <laughs> or whatever. He is every like he is every guitar player that I met in college that dropped out. <laughs> I really do. And I think that Usopp is maybe the best example of this. I love that they took these characters that work so well in, you know, the anime and the manga and they made them feel so much like real people yeah. um, to where they're not off-putting when you see them in live action. Like, I'm glad that they didn't give, you know, Usopp the the crazy long nose, right? Because seeing that in live action, you probably would have been like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, but instead they have like the makeup that kind of accentuates that. And, yeah. you know, like that draws attention to him having kind of a narrower nose. But like, it isn't, I don't know. They They just do everything so subtly. And with Usopp, like they still have give him this like believable amount of charisma that he needs in order for these lies to work. And that you kind of see later on in the anime, like even when like, I feel like Usopp and Nami end up becoming like kind of in cahoots besties and a lot of these ploys in the anime. And like, you can kind of see how he still does have the charisma. He's not just an idiot who lies a lot. Like he has this big backstory and he does have this charm about him and they don't just make him kind of a joke because they could and that'd be easy it's like they built him up to be a fully fleshed out character Mm -hmm. i don't know and they do that with all of the characters and that's what's so cool like and i think that you know i know nathan you talked about how zoro you want him to be a bit more goofier and i totally agree but i and i think it kind of ties with me with nami right and wanting her to be a little bit more loud mouthed and fiery i think that they've set themselves up to where in the future they can have their characters grow and embrace kind of those Mm -hmm more tropey anime characteristic parts of themselves but they i don't know they just did such a good job of making them seem like real people oh yeah so i'm i love it like i feel like uh if if you were to like like luffy in particular like really impressed me throughout the show because like Mm -hmm. he, he like at the beginning of the show you like meet him and like figure out what he's about obviously and like everything feels it feels very set up to be like, he's just going to be the same for a while. And I'm like, okay, like I could, like, it would be like fine if you did that. And that's cool. But like, Mm -hmm. like the stuff with him, like whenever like Zoro gets like really fucked up Mm -hmm. uh, or like, you know, like towards the end, like one of my favorite fucking character moments was like towards the end of the season, whenever Usopp's just spitting mad shit and then Luffy's in the back like yeah fuck yeah let's go you're so right like I think that shit's really cool (laughs) yeah 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 Luffy is a really good example of a flat character arc that's like perfect and necessary yeah your your cool moments with him are going to be him proving that he really is that bitch every time like 100% that's Luffy's whole Mm -hmm. thing is him saying i'm really that bitch and the bad guy saying i don't think so and then he kicks them <laughs> yeah the, right yeah at the end of the mm-hmm. thing meanwhile all of your side characters are having their own bespoke adventures and shit but like luffy's is straight up all about like just saying like you don't, you don't hurt my friends and then just yeah. doing a big punch <laughs> yeah. that's what his thing is it's it is weird how like i feel like i'm never usually the type of person who like loves the anime protagonist right like Mm. in every anime it's like oh yeah they're always like cool right but like 
Goku is not your favorite character. It's someone more like Trunks. Like Deku's not your favorite character. It's someone more like Aizawa. You know, like I don't I know. Was, I just I, I was to, like, like literally having this exact conversation with somebody at yeah. work the other day. We're just like I don't <laughs> yeah. know anybody whose favorite character is Goku actually. Like yeah, it's it's generally always like side characters, and even totally. in One Piece, like it's hard because I genuinely love so many of the characters it is so hard to pick it's like the number one show where i'm like i don't know like i truly don't mm-hmm. know because sometimes usopp will do things and i'm like that man is my favorite character yeah, he exploded <laughs> like, a guy dude yeah <laughs> that was so like i i i literally said oh, jesus christ out loud almost <laughs> screaming it when he did that he was like special attack red star or whatever and i'm like oh yeah, yeah. and then he takes him out and i'm like oh oh is the guy okay <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. He set a real man on real fire. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Luffy is like one of the closest. It's it's like the closest I've come to being like, that is the main character of the show. And mm-hmm. I love him with my whole heart. And he is, he just has this naivety that you almost think is childish, right? That you almost mm. think is you want to dismiss and you want to call it stupid. But then you see how much he does believe in himself and his friends. And you're like, maybe it's not stupid to like, have that much confidence and to have that much love for the people around you like maybe maybe we're all kind of worse for not having that yeah because you see him and you're you know everybody's like oh making things so complicated and he's like well what if it's not complicated what if it's just you you stand by what you believe and you stand up to people and you try to do good and and like what if that is life and what if it's it's not the complications that we think it is and really it's just going to the next destination keeping your morals in tow and like standing up with your friends and like he just does that again and again and he's just always willing to extend love and kindness to people and you just don't meet a lot of characters who are written kind of that flatly but mm-hmm. at the same time because they maintain that like that sense of love and and like adventure like it's, he's just a really beautiful character and yeah. i think that anaki like portrays him so well just so so much of like the childlike wonder but at the same time like that ability to get angry and get in there and be like i'm gonna stand up for my friends i'm gonna take care of my people because that is what i do and also like the vibe of him where it's like i'm gonna beat your ass and i'm gonna have a great time doing it yeah (laughs) it's also like really good yeah yeah i like I if somebody were to tell me like 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 you mentioned earlier if somebody's like my favorite Dragon Ball character is Goku I'm like you're a fucking liar but if like someone (laughs) says their favorite One Piece character is Luffy I'm like yeah man hell yeah like absolutely (laughs) you know like fuck yeah yeah like straight up in the in the anime cam which I hope that you will watch after don't worry I will yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like I mean the most recent arc that I finished which was uh Annie's Lobby for for those of you at home who are like ooh, what is it so you know you know what's happened but like Mm. I cried just because of like a situation that a character was in and how resonant that was to me and how sad and anyway love Nico Robin but also (laughs) I cried because of Luffy's reaction, because like at the end of the day, I think that all we want is to have that person who will defend us no matter what to mm-hmm. the death, because like they know that we can be better mm-hmm. and they will not step away until like they know that like that is truly what we want. But they're going to stay like, I don't know. Luffy is just like the type of friend that you always hope that you will one day find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a very beautiful character. And like I said, I think that Inaki playing him is such a... He does such a good job. He's such he a did. perfect choice. He's just a little he, Brazilian boy with ADHD and autism, and he's having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolute king shit. <laughs> um, 
the last member of the uh, Straw Hat Pirates that that we meet is Taz (laughs) Skyler as Sanji. Um, And I think I think Sanji is the best improved character because yeah it he's he is and one piece fans will will disagree with me on this but i don't care he is definitely the mineta of the show um people say well he gets better after the time skip or whatever he fucking doesn't um there are cool story things that happen with him but in between that you have to you have to just really really tolerate a lot of him just having nosebleeds <laughs> because pretty girl booby bounce go boing boing mm, <laughs> in sure, front of yeah. him mm-hmm. But in this, he comes across as a, just a kind of just well-meaning incel. <laughs> and I, I love his backstory and I love his interactions with his mentor, Chef Zeph. They were also back in the day in um, they have they have acted together and he was like a mentor for him. So this casting was like fucking oh, that's perfect. Cool. That's cool. That's um, really cool. I didn't know that. But yeah, Zeph's casting too was just, I was like, how did they find Zeph? Bro, dude. <laughs> like, be- that's just him. Before it came out, I was talking to my partner, Boogie, and I was like, I almost guarantee that the angle that they're going to go with Zeph is he's going to be 100% Gordon Ramsay. And I was fucking right. <laughs> so oh, fucking yeah, right. you were. He's just Gordon Ramsay with a little braided mustache. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I love his interactions with Garp later on where they're just talking about how, you know, the old days and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like, you know, turning over to the new generation and stuff like that. And I don't know. Zeph is such a fucking interesting character and he's so over the top. It's like him and I think Captain Kuro, the the kitty meow meow scratchy guy. Yeah. Like those characters are like some of the more outlandish ones Fishman notwithstanding sure looks wise but i think they they pull it off bro captain kuro was fucking scary (laughs) like i was really impressed with how kind of terrifying that like second episode of the mansion thing was yeah it was a Mm scooby-doo episode it was but like with stabbings (laughs) stabbings yeah (laughs) yeah that definitely is 100 that (laughs) who else is in this fucking thing Helmeppo, extremely good. He steals so good. He steals Zoro's sword, and like you see him posing with the sword with the mirror, and it's supposed to be like, haha, it's almost like it's his dick, like he was naked. And then the camera moves and he's naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that moment I was like, okay, I am 1000 percent in good hands for the rest of this show. Sure. <laughs> because like that's that is a brand new gag for this show, and it's like making use of the live action element. I'm like, cool good we got mm-hmm. it they made his stupid haircut a thing bro his hair looked so bad like non-derogatory it was so fun <laughs> it's it's so fucking funny but he's still he's a little such a asshole. piece of shit yeah yeah but he's learning to be better because kobe is there and kobe's yeah. like the you know he's the luffy of the marines <laughs> yeah it is i really do love the fact that they introduce kobe and luffy almost simultaneously because mm-hmm. like I think that in the anime, you do get right that they are supposed to be kind of this 
foil of one another Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's maybe not as in your face about it um whereas like that was kind of the crux for the show i feel like they're like we want to show these two at the beginning and then come back at the end and like you can kind of understand these are two sides you know sides of the same coin and you know you have this young kid who wants to be a pirate and you think ah maybe he's just like a no good you know but then you see kind of certain things that the marines do throughout the season and you're like okay so like it's this world is not good and evil pirates marines like there's a lot more going on Mm -hmm. um and you see them kind of navigating the morality of the world and like these organizations they want to be a part of and i think that it's a very brilliant structure on their part to do that yeah because that's that's the core of this this thing is like the start of this pirate journey right and to start out with luffy meeting kobe and then having that discussion about the wanted poster and then to have kobe be the one that gives him his wanted his first wanted poster at the very end is like mm-hmm. it makes it a really good uh thing and like helmuppo and kobe's like kind of plot line was not a unifying thing in the in the anime like they essentially used the skeleton of what the straw hats do and connected it via mm-hmm. um kobe and garp and all that kind of stuff which i think is really cool mm-hmm. i also love that garp shows up with a with a dog hat on and they don't explain it or talk about it at all <laughs> extremely fucking good because he yeah. had that in the anime and everyone's like what's the fucking deal with the the dog hat nobody knows what the deal with the dog hat is but here i think that's great action. <laughs> i think that's real good <laughs> i was like that is something that kind of came across to me as like, oh, I'm, he probably just wears a dog hat in the anime. <laughs> that's it. He probably just does. And I'm like, that's all it is. And I think that's great. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's like, then you see him uh, and like young Luffy and he's like got like a Hawaiian shirt on and shit, just like he does in the anime. And I'm like, God damn it. I know that we talk a shitload about or historically have talked about like scars as a like thing in like uh earlier uh arcs of this show mm-hmm. uh, i loved that all of the scars were just still there for like all of the characters i thought that was a nice touch yeah because like it, that's something that i think you could have easily glossed over and instead like no luffy's like just below his eye is like kind of always fucked up <laughs> yeah because he as a kid was like i'm so i'm so hard look at me and then yeah. stabbed himself and was like owie <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> i think that you know honestly i know we we have talked about scars and stuff before and how cool it is whenever you know you see characters retain those going forward and one piece actually does a really stellar job with that too i mean mm-hmm. even like nami's tattoo um yeah. throughout the uh, arlong park thing and yeah ah and, and there's other things too without getting too far into like spoilers stuff. stuff that i haven't even seen in the anime but i know happens yeah, a lot of scars a lot of scars happen around the time skip <laughs> a lot of scars <laughs> um but yeah it, it is it is a really kind of cool commitment to being like no zoro losing here has lasting effects on him mm. mentally and this this is a physical reminder that when he was like, I'll never lose again. First of all, he loses all the fucking time going yeah, forward. Yeah, I, I, he, he seems like he would. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand his his vibe on that, where he's sure. just like, you got, you got that, Loopy? All right, I'm going to go to sleep. Don't be gay or anything. And then Luffy's like, I'm going to be gay. <laughs> it's like when he wakes up, he like gets on top of him, and everyone was like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um this is just about the story of these little fucking weird kids um mm-hmm. setting off on the grand line which is basically like 
the highway <laughs> for for criminals basically <laughs> and i love that they were able to like trim it down to being what it is but without losing any of the like cool things about it weird touch that i liked is that i liked the title card for every episode was a little different mm -hmm. based on what was happening i thought that was cool dude dude yeah getting different jolly rogers for different that was characters, that was pretty like, sick I, I really liked that I got like weirdly emotional at the end whenever the like Jolly Roger unfurled and it was the hat one. And I'm like, oh, my mm. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I yeah. was the same way. Oh, my gosh. I was like, that's my, my boy. He fucking did it. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got his wanted yeah. poster. I'm so happy for him. It made me cry, too. And then also when they do the barrel thing and they're like, I'm going to, you know, go to the Grand Blue. I'm going to. Yeah, like, oh that was gosh. great. That yeah. Yeah, or the right. all blue is is what Sanji wants to get. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that it seems so silly, but it's so emotional. And it just resonates with like my inner child, but mm -hmm. also the person I want to be. Yeah. And it's like, mm -hmm. how does this anime do that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't understand it. I do want to ask um, y'all, like, what what was like your favorite arc or your favorite, you know, point, like, like bit of an episode or thing that they did? Hmm. I liked all of the stuff that happened on the Baratier. Yeah. That setting yeah. a lot and it gets into the kind of stuff about, you know, the fishman persecution and stuff like that. Like the whole like fishman Arlong like situation, like that comes back again way, way, way later. And you're like, oh my God, they were doing they were really doing this when they did this, that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Like so many of the things that happen in this version of one piece are going to be important later on. And it's also the experience of seeing Sanji done in a really good way. That is distinctly, I think, and importantly different from the anime is really cool. I loved, like, I think Zef was one of my favorite characters on like the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I liked Zef. I liked mm -hmm. Garp, but we haven't even talked about Buggy yet, and we will. But uh, I know. I was oh about God. to say, we yeah. haven't even touched him. That shit was wild. Unfortunately. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> but yeah, that that was my, my favorite little part because it was kind of like a, a, a rest stop, but there was also like, you know, high stakes of this in a situation that you thought was low stakes where it's like, we're just going to go get food. And then here is here's Zoro getting fucking filleted, you know? Mm -hmm. so, um, but yeah, I think for me, it probably was the mansion stuff. The like almost slow burn of figuring out what's going on there worked mm -hmm. really well. And it was like just stressful enough for like, like I, I haven't seen this fucking shit before. I'm like, oh, is she actually going to die? I have no idea. Right. <laughs> uh, like, how are they going to get this ship? Because I'm like assuming like, oh, they're going to do a nice thing for her. And she's she seems like a good person. So they're just so they're sh so she's going to give them the gym badge anyway. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, like all of the stuff with the like the the, the kitty cats uh they they were fucking scary in a way Dude, that was really cool sham and Bucci are the best goons of all they're time they're so good fantastic they goons. just talk so much shit all the time and i love it <laughs> they're just weird they, it's 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 such intense team rocket energy from yeah them. absolutely um, oh yeah good point they're just what if jesse and james fucking killed people <laughs> 
they're they're at the dinner scene where Kaya has to to eat her 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 whatever her special mm-hmm. meal or whatever, and fucking Kuro Captain Kuro says Bucci's prepared your special soup. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was stoned off my ass watching that and like I just couldn't stop saying Bucci's prepared his special soup because <laughs> it's he's got his his hands have the, like the fuzzy claws and shit it's so fucking campy and good dude oh my God, yeah uh, the uh, I, I, it was just really fucking cool i i really liked that whole arc a lot i think that that being also the first one that took longer than a full episode to resolve i thought was really mm. like impactful yeah i was just like oh okay shit's popped off because we ain't done <laughs> <laughs> yeah this isn't monster of the week or whatever right? yeah but like even if um, it was i feel like they could have pulled it off really well exactly like i that that was something that i just really appreciated yeah jess what was your what was your favorite section of the uh of the show oh it's so hard it was all so good i think that to me this is kind of a cop-out answer but really just all of like the childhood backstories i think were were done so 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 well like the casting for each of the the kid versions of the straw Mm -hmm. hats and just like you know seeing sanji go through the shit being stranded with stuff dude yeah yeah and and seeing like nami and her sister like in Oh my gosh, like just everything they went through and then losing basically their mother figure and you know, I like I think that and even fucking Zoro, right? With with the death of his childhood best mm. friend. Like you really just see how like they do a really good job of showing how these characters are a little bit broken, but I almost hate saying just like, oh, they're broken people. Because no, it's not yeah. that, but it's like it's it shows like the the hardships that they face and how it definitely impacts who they are today but it also shows you know how far they've come from that it's not like any of them have fallen you know with like into complete despair right Mm -hmm. like maybe nami somewhat but at the same time her heart is still open to having this family again she was still able to say save me yeah 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 she was still able to say and she's been trying to save people with like and taking all of this the shit from people and seeming like a traitor and selling herself to the other side but like she's still in her heart wants to free these people so it's just really cool that they found like the kid actors who they hired do such a perfect job the stories are perfect like it's i love the backstories i think they did a fantastic job young luffy looks just like my nephew and it's 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 fucked up to see like this little (laughs) kid like well i want to be a pirate nobody believes in me i'm so sad i'm like i believe in you um but we need to talk about one extra character and setting in this, which is mm. which is Jeff Ward's Buggy the Clown. I'm so glad that there's there's a crime clown that it's okay to be sexually attracted to again. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long, and the Joker is, is so old hat, and Buggy mm. Buggy fucking rules. <laughs> I thought he was um, great. Yeah, there's a character that enters a room by pulling a 90 degree turn on a unicycle and i that is literally the funniest shit i've ever seen in my life (laughs) like the guy who has the like stripy green hair and he comes Mm. around and he's like all intense (laughs) on his his (laughs) unicycle like he completely he's oh my god it's so it's so funny how seriously buggy's crew takes 
the dumb shit that they do. And I think that, I mean, they did such a good job balancing, like, the camp with trying to make this, like, okay, this is a live-action Netflix show. We have to make sure people watch this. So, like, having, you know, all of the the people watching the circus chained up with the clap signs, it was like, oh, okay, so, like... That was pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, because that's not in the anime. So, like, having that was, like, this guy's goofy, but also we should take him seriously. (laughs) Like, I loved the like kind of resignation of the people who were chained up at the end who were just like oh so we just work for you now and he's just like not not what the fuck no like <laughs> are you fucking like it's like really sad that that is just like all right same shit different day uh but then they're just like nah man fucking get out of here who gives a shit like thought that was great it was a really economical decision to instead of have a big brawl throughout an entire city where a bunch of like you know cg things were gonna have to happen they were like nope we're just gonna do a a tightly choreographed fight in the big top and like i honestly think it's kind of better (laughs) um it's more succinct succinct and it's more uh it feels a lot more dangerous and it's a lot snappier without missing much i feel like from the from the anime yeah, I I think Jeff Ward as as Buggy does an ins- like an immensely good job. Uh he definitely knows how to pose for TikTok thirst trap videos cuz I've seen a lot of them. Oh yeah. I've seen a lot of them. Yo, man, you got it. There's nothing slighter than a guy who's sitting on a chair and his leg is up on one of the arms. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, he was he was looking at David Bowie's labyrinth pose. Yeah, he super was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But they have they have the crucial aspect of Buggy's character, which is that he also fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> while also fucking ruling. And I yeah. think that that is if if you like, I don't I know, it's beautiful. It's it's well, yeah, it's one of those things that like they get that right about One Piece. And I'm like, I have faith in you for the rest of it because you're able to depict a fan favorite character as being cool but also being clowned on like mm. no pun intended quite literally like, yeah like the guy that mihawk fights uh mm. on on the beach when he gets introduced like mm. that is the antagonist of the Bratier arc mm. um in the anime like there's a big thing there but honestly i don't i don't miss it not being there and they showed the pirate with the, the his name is don krieg mm-hmm. the guy mm. with the gold armor and pink hair and he's just there for three seconds and cool gun before he fucking dies exactly they're like listen we don't have time to show everybody but i'm gonna at least show you in a cameo the characters we're not having in here i thought it it, like that shit kind of really worked for me because i'm just like oh pirates are just fucking weirdos huh dude yeah like all of the pirates in this universe are just like i've got one weird fucking shtick and i'm gonna lean into it and i'm like that i'm like yeah fuck yeah actually i really really liked how they beat bucky was so funny but it like makes perfect sense and then i never felt like i got tired of the he's just a fucking disembodied head hanging out Mm -hmm. bit the entire like season like, I think yeah. that they didn't really wear it out, and I really appreciated that. And, of course, like, the moment he gets his body back, he's just like, see you later, fuckers. And I'm like, of course he is. Like, yeah. <laughs> what did, if he turned around and helped, I'd be upset, actually. <laughs> right. And it also gets around the problem that, like, that didn't happen in the anime. None of that, like, it, similar mm. to the the Kobe, like, connective tissue stuff, the, the buggy, the clown connective tissue stuff mm-hmm. um, wasn't 
in the anime, but I think having him as sort of a homing beacon for where Arlong is later mm. on is like really cool. It just made sense. And yeah. And I, I, I really love that he's like, you know, I'd love to help, but actually, no, I wouldn't. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, actually, go fuck yourselves. Uh. Um, but yeah, kind of kind of rapid fire vibes. Uh, the wanted poster motif when characters are introduced. That was so, so fucking good. cool. Oh, my so God. Good. That was so cool. Such How they all touch. just grab it or do something to it. I never got tired of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, like and Jess, this will be the same kind of situation for you where like, you know, wanted posters are a huge part of the iconography and everything for one piece. And so, you know, yes, you go past walls that have like the posters on them, but like to introduce a pirate with their bounty and all that, because the bounty is basically like the power level <laughs> of the yeah, hundred like, percent. It's yeah, the it same really thing, is. right? But it doesn't it doesn't necessarily correlate one to one with like their physical strength, like a power level would. Like their mm -hmm. their their bounty is like how dangerous they are to the status quo, which yeah. I think is like a really i think that's way better than a power level honestly it's a really cool indicator of like yes they're strong and they're dangerous not because they're strong yeah there's two power systems in one piece and, and then sometimes people are just really strong also sure yeah <laughs> like so i don't know i just think it's really cool that they're like yeah we have this devil fruit thing uh, where you have powers and you can't go into the ocean. That's not what the show's about, though. Just some people have them. Don't worry yeah, about it. Just some people fucking, just have them. We're just like, going to oh, move on. Okay. And it'll be a fun little surprise. That is one of the wildest things about One Piece is I feel like, and don't get me wrong, like Devil Fruit still do play a huge role, but like that's not what it is. It's not like this is a super, you know, a superpower mm -hmm. society mm -hmm. and like everybody has a superpower. 80% of the fruits are devils. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Because like, the vast majority of people don't obviously and a lot of the people who you they fight with don't and like a lot of the straw hats don't like it's not something where you know it's if you don't have one you just suck and there's no getting around that <laughs> like and I, and I think that's what's cool too is because like you know nami usopp zora like they don't they don't have that perk but at the same time they find these ways of you know figuring out how they can use what they have to also be valuable assets and to further their their cause which is really cool mm -hmm. yeah and, and like just like how you said like most of the straw hats don't have devil fruit powers and arguably one of them just has a devil fruit so that he can be a character and you'll meet him next season <laughs> because otherwise he's just a little real reindeer <laughs> oh great excellent <laughs> um i know nothing about tony tony chopper uh but I do know that I would protect him with my life. <laughs> so would. just wait. Like, I don't I literally know nothing about him other than the fact that I just like see a picture of him and I'm like, I would take a bullet for you. <laughs> he is the ship's doctor. Incredible. Incredible. Incredible at his job. So that's really all you need to know. Good fucking God. They need one. They need uh, one. Exactly. <laughs> Zoro should have died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the world of One Piece is so cool. The fucking, the snails, like, they're just like, yeah, snails are the telephones. Try to keep up. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Did you know, apparently that is because like real research when telephones were first being made, they like, there was some use of, like, there's a, there's a reason why he did it, which is wild. Mm, huh. 
that's super interesting. I need interesting. to look it up, but like, there is something where, like, when they first started trying to send distance, like, long distance messages, they were trying to use snails. And so there's like this actual history that Oda pulled that's from. Super right. cool. In the 1850s, in the 1850s, Frenchman Jacques Trissot Benoit put, built a contraption known as the Passiolinic Sympathetic Compass, also known as the Snail Telegraph. Snail mail. Um, <laughs> snail mail. Exactly. I love the transponder snails uh so much because i was like weirded out at first but then i'm like nah all right sure whatever fuck it this motherfucker's made of rubber who gives a shit they just committed to making them fucking gross yeah dude (laughs) like when nami put that one in her ear i'm like are you sure baby girl what you doing like what's going on is everything okay (laughs) i like there's there's no rhyme or reason to like hey why do the snails look like the person that's talking (laughs) i hope they never explain it they haven't in the anime it's like wait do you get one and then it becomes like you or do you get one and dress it up as you (laughs) that's one of those things that i hope they just never fucking address because i think it's way better that way (laughs) it's like a -a build-a-bear absolutely (laughs) absolutely oh my god yeah, and like Garps has like a facial hair and shit, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh shout out God. to like every scene with uh, was it the the chef boss guy, uh, Chef Zef? Yeah, shout out to every scene. Me getting distracted watching him talk because his mustaches would just fucking fling everywhere. <laughs> so good. I thought it was great. No notes. And, and- shout out to all of the 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 zaddies in this show and daddies and dude there are many i like i had this thought multiple times and i am like i am i am historically and notably <laughs> incredibly straight but i'm like zoro was it's just real fucking hot it's like upsetting <laughs> like i was like oh jess probably super into this I literally, after I watched um, the show and it was okay for me to talk about it, I think it was the the night that the uh, embargo dropped, Mm -hmm. I posted on my private story on Instagram a picture of Sanji and I said, this is the only white blonde man that I would lay down on the highway for. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. And I stand by. I made a joke about how he has so many abs, but bro, he's got so many abs. He has so many abs, dude. I didn't know you could have that. Money. <laughs> He's like me and me and my me and my tight black pants are gonna jump into the water, and I'm gonna save my best friend that I met five seconds ago, and I'm just this, gonna stand next to him and be hot. <laughs> this motherfucker got a Costco membership and a 24 pack, like. <laughs> And he's you, and you know he's got that dollar fifty hot dog for oh, you. Oh, you know. Oh my God. God. <laughs> Uh, man's is buying in bulk jesus christ uh as long as we're just shouting out stuff i thought was great uh the fight scene at the end with zoro and sanji just talking shit to each other fucking perfect Mm -hmm. no notes Mm yeah i'm always a sucker for just that type of dynamic like it worked very like watching that scene at helm's deep in lord of the rings was like very foundational for me of like okay I really like people who are on the same side that kind of fucking hate each other and let them know at every opportunity. You're going to love them in the anime then. There is that is their whole supreme thing. hate. I assume energy. I assumed that they are like there is like a dynamic between the two of them entirely because of the fact that like one of the fucking starter decks for the card game coming out is just Zoro and Sanji. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm yep. like, okay, they are like an established thing. Great. Awesome. My headcanon, too, is I I firmly believe with my whole heart that Zoro is gay. <laughs> and yeah. I think that he has a, I mean, I he's even that. gay or asexual. He has absolutely zero interest in women. Yeah. Like in every, like he really does. And he kind of does have a crush on Sanji, but he hates it because Sanji is such like just a, a womanizer. Just like so kind of a piece man. of shit. Yeah. So yeah, there there are two things. One of which is like when Usopp asks him if Kaya, if oh, do you think Kaya actually likes me? Zoro's like, you're asking the wrong. Yeah, guy. he's like, like you literally don't yeah. want to talk to me about this. <laughs> but also, when they show up and meet Kuro, uh, fucking Zoro is like, Mirrorball Island, Funky Bar. <laughs> yeah, Kuro was like, oh. <laughs> I would never. Good heavens. Zoro's like, I would have fucking. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I have no standards, so, my guy. So the, the other thing is, Cam, you called the, the dynamic perfectly because in the entirety of One Piece, at least so far, uh, this, this Sunday, literally chapter 1100 is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, God. Zoro has never, ever called Sanji by his name. <laughs> Ever. Great. He's, yep. He Good. has not once in the series said the word Sanji. <laughs> I love that. You love <laughs> that. We is... stand. We stand a hater. You know. But yeah, man. So okay. So my last thing here is we're gonna play a little game called Who's the Hottest Boy. No. Oh boy. Okay. Yes, you got it, Cam. Um. The... <laughs> Great. <laughs> Cam is correct. <laughs> There's a lot of contenders here, but if we're gonna go hottest boy, my opinion is that it's Mihawk. Mm. That's fair. Because, and I'm not saying that he's the sexiest or whatever. I'm saying he's the hottest boy. Just the full, the, the full package of it is like I am confused when I see him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you like, you see him and you're just like, this this is a dude that's a bitch. <laughs> this, here is, this here dude is a bitch. I love him. <laughs> so, that's, so that's my answer. Cam, who is hottest boy? Uh, I mean, like, the one that just kept jumping out to me, like, was Zoro. Honestly, like, I think his actor, they were just like, okay, he is just like kind of just classically incredibly hot. <laughs> like, it just makes sense, right? Like, I feel like the actor was doing like, like I'm, most. I'm not bisexual, but this man is objectively correct. <laughs> like, that's absolutely mathematically sexy, this boy. Is. Straight up. I'm just like, oh, I, okay. Yeah, no, I see what they were doing here. Okay, sure. <laughs> I see, I see what the good Lord was doing here. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. But I see it and I acknowledge it and I understand. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm learning. Yeah, I see you. I hear you. <laughs> and so, Jess, who is who is the hottest boy? I'm going to make you pick one boy that is the hottest boy. And actually, you did talk on Twitter about Shanks. I know. That's because that's what this comes down to. Yeah. This ultimate. So like buggy also, but not not really my thing. I've never sure. been into like the the two. You don't Z. like the dirty boys. No, yeah. no. You you know me. You don't like Dobby. That that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. If he looks like yeah. he smells bad, Jess doesn't want to cut. Both of them smell terrible for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody in this show might actually smell terrible. Dude, Buggy's got a fucking tumor in his nose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here's the thing. It comes down between Sanji and shanks a hundred percent i want to take care of sanji i want shanks to take care of me okay i can respect (laughs) that yeah that's the thruple so like (sighs) 
But at the same time, Sanji could take care of me too. He can cook. That's true. <laughs> All of his food that he made looked so good. I Dude, know. Yeah. Uh, the I also love um Zeph's reaction when he tries Sanji's like, no, just trust me, I, mm -hmm. I'm making good food or whatever. He tries it and he's like, he has that exact look. Like the emotion on his face was, I was wrong about how good this food would be. And yeah. it's such a like you get that from his reaction. And so you uh, like there's just a there's just a like a story told in like a fucking millisecond of this guy's history with this boy and how he didn't listen to him and he should have and he made mm. a mistake like and you get that in a fucking just a split fucking second yeah but i want to mm. i want to talk a little bit about shanks cam because we didn't we i literally literally didn't mention him until just a second ago oh he was great but i loved him yeah i i he is he continues to be one of the most mysterious dudes in the show because we just haven't gotten around to like what his deal is yet mm. <laughs> But I buy him as like Luffy's, you know, father figure sure. kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Um without a doubt. He his the fight scene with his crew. Um that was so with fun. With, with with Usopp's dad, Yasop. That was so much fun. Had a great time watching that. Shanks crew is fucking goofy as hell, and I love them. Dude, mm -hmm. yeah. They're the, nobody on his crew has a devil fruit. They're all just good at fighting. Um, they're all, they're they're just good at the other power system that's in one piece that we'll get to way later the scene where he like pointed his fingers and did the like fake gun thing and then the dude behind him shot him that went so hard <laughs> that was so cool they made yasop having a headband that said yasop like they made that not be stupid <laughs> i think that's really cool. so good i also really loved um the bit with shanks in what like episode one where the other pirates come in and they break the, the bottle because they're mad that it's all they have to drink and he just picks up the brew or the mop and he just starts like mm -hmm. cleaning mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. and he takes the insults and just has them go away and you know little kid luffy is like oh my god you're so weak you're not a real man like why didn't you just fight and he's like well it's not all about fighting and that's why you're not ready for this yeah. and like just having I don't know that that non-toxic masculinity mm -hmm. right there from the get-go and being like hey Luffy pay attention this is uh something you need to learn right here because this is gonna be important later yeah sometimes choose your battles dude yeah <laughs> yeah it was just handled so well and it also made me love Shanks so much <laughs> yeah dude his, um, his whole crew fucking there's this dude named Lucky Rue he's the he's the fat guy that's eating the mutton chop in the beginning mm -hmm. fucking his casting is so perfect yeah <laughs> like oh my god it was great the the dedication to like making sure that they cast more than just <laughs> regular ass looking white people and this is just so good i was so so excited about that like everything yes. felt i think that made it made everything the ridiculousness of just all of the weird shit like land a lot better because it's like yeah there are just other people than white people <laughs> yeah, exactly mm -hmm. uh, i i want to give a shout out to the scene i think at the end uh where shanks and uh super cool vampire pirate severoth man uh he was just like hey you want to you want to drink and he's like all right yeah hell yeah let's go <laughs> like i'm like cool <laughs> like i love that all the pirates are just like everybody very clearly has their own agendas it's like yeah man this dude is like i'm probably gonna run into him later down the line or we're gonna have to fight but like not right now fucking pour yeah, him out I... let's go like who gives a shit 
I think that's great. It's funny because it kind of reminds me of like one of my favorite parts. And this is such a random thing, but like a Final Fantasy seven mm-hmm. at one point when you're just like running around and you run into like the main group of evil people, right? Who are pursuing mm-hmm. you or not, not main, but definitely one of them, the Turks, yeah, right? Which are like the are undercover you agents. The Turks? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you just like run into them um, at the beach and you also run into them later in, in Wutai. And both times when you run into them, you're just like, oh, is this going to be like a thing? Are we gonna? And they're just like, no, we're off the clock. Hell yeah! <laughs> like we're, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. Not, and it's so strange because you spend the first, you know, eight hours of the game running away from these guys, and and like it's a consistent thing where they follow you throughout the game, and there's always something going mm-hmm. on. But whenever they're off the clock, they just don't care. They're just <laughs> kind of doing shit. their own thing. That's such a good dynamic. It's so funny, and like that 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 exists so much in One Piece, even with like Kobe and Luffy, right? And and with like the other pirates to one another, it's just kind of like we're not necessarily on the same side, but also I'm kind of doing my own thing right now. We'll get to it later. It's cool. Yeah, it would be really inconvenient if we got in a fight right now. <laughs> I loved whenever Mihawk was just like, "Yeah, I just let him go," and he's just like, "You did what?" He's like, "I could kill you right now," <laughs> and it's like, "All right, cool, tight." Uh, <laughs> Okay, you're right. Uh, <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Yeah, good great answer. Can't argue with that logic. <laughs> There's a guy on Shanks' crew. His name is Bonk Punch. Great, great, <laughs> great name. There, oh my god. Suffice it to say, when the next uh, when the next season comes out, we'll probably do a little "Hey, everybody!" kind of a thing like this again, because uh, we're all in on it. But of course, the thing that we are the most all in on is My Hero Academia, which is the thing that we will be covering next time. So, yes, we're really getting back to it next time. Uh, watch episodes 114 through 117, which is the first four episodes of season six. So with that, I can be found on Twitter at, at @victoryposition. I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at a wild I can be found at, at the Man. And this has been the big three, and as always, we are. Die-o, die-o, die-o.